We're so honored that you have chosen to worship with us today. If you're visiting for the first time, welcome. We're so happy you're here. We also want to welcome our online community. We're so glad you've joined us today. Uh, are you ready to ascend to that place of worship? Yeah, amen. Will you stand with me? Let's pray. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So, Father, we dedicate this time to you. Hallelujah. We plead the blood of Jesus over this service in Jesus' name. Lord, we plead the blood of Jesus over Pastor Jasmine and her team, over Pastor Ken as he brings forth the word of God. Hallelujah. By faith, we step into your presence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We worship you. We praise you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your abundant grace on our life. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for blessing this service in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. Hallelujah. Let's worship together.
Oh, power. 
church. Man, I feel the spirit of revival in this house, the spirit of Pentecost. I think God is laying the foundation today for our tent meeting. I think God couldn't hold himself back. I think he's so looking forward to what we have coming that he's just showing up today and giving us a taste. And so if you like what you're feeling today, come back because it's always going to get better. I was, uh, I was meditating on offering today, and, and you know, offering is, is right after worship, and that it is, it's because it is a continuation of our, of our worship. And so it's not so much uh, when you give about what's in your hand, but it's about what's in your heart. You know, if, if God needs money, he can command the fish of the sea to bring up the treasures and, you know, have more than enough. And so the most valuable thing is our heart, and that is what God is after. Uh, I was reading in uh, Matthew chapter 6 verse 19 I like the way the message version puts it it says it's obvious isn't it the place where your treasure is is the place you will most want to be and end up being so when we give our offering it is a good litmus test if you are naturally a joyful giver then your heart is with the Lord and towards the Lord but if you find that there's a tug if you find that it is a battle to give it is a check in the spirit to sit back and say where is my heart going where is my heart dwelling now because God is not after what is in your wallet he's after your heart and so as we give today just ask the Lord say is my heart with you is my heart going towards you can I be a joyful giver today because God loves a joyful giver because it is pure worship we will say our offering declaration together today. Say it like you mean it. Grab a hold of it. Take it home with you. Because I am a tither and a giver, the windows of heaven are open to me, and God rebukes the devourer for my sake. I am blessed financially and receive a blessing that I cannot contain. I choose to sow cheerfully and bountifully, knowing I will reap bountifully. He makes me the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. The blessings of God are chasing me and overtaking me because God loves to see me prosper. I'm believing him for advancements, God ideas, blessings and increases, financial freedom and breakthroughs. Amen. Ushers, you may serve the people. Hello, Regeneration Nashville. 
If no one's told you they love you today, I'm just going to jump on in there and say, I love you. I'm glad you're here. The Spirit of the Lord is in the place. And where there, the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There's liberty. There's freedom in the house today. Do you believe that? Amen. God is so good. God is so good. We got lots of stuff coming up to uh, this week. I am so excited about this week, and I can't wait um, just to, to get in a tent and just see what all God's going to do. Isn't that awesome? If you're, amen, if you're traveling in from, uh, from out of state, we would love to have you. And I'll just tell you, you, you may not know this, but, but we're kind of in the Goodlettsville area. Uh, and so if you're looking for a hotel, look for the Goodlettsville area area exit 97 96 98 on um, Rivergate Parkway so we want you to come we want you to come and be a part of it because God is going to do something amazing in this tent meeting and it'll be our first real service at 709 Rivergate Parkway <laughs> there's just something wonderful about being home we're going home friends my goodness, I can hardly wait. So anyway, I, I just I have so many things I want to share with you. But first of all, uh, I want to recognize some people that are here from out of state. Might be nice if I would put my glasses on. Um, let's see here. I've got way too many papers. I I hear there is someone from Arizona here. Where is Arizona? Arizona. Oh, welcome. Yes. So these people have given their life to ministry, and they, I was talking with them earlier. They've moved all over the country, and finally you're going to go live now in Alaska with your children. Is that right? But today you're from Arizona. We welcome you. God bless you. Glad to have you here. God bless you. We honor people who have given their lives to the cause of Christ and to his kingdom, and we honor you today. Uh, California. Where is California. Oh, Stan, let us welcome California. God bless you. <laughs> Glad you're here. Indiana, where is Indiana? Stan, Indiana, let us welcome you. God bless you. God bless you. Michigan, where is Michigan? Oh, yes. You're, you're one of the folks I want to talk about. Just stay right there. Just stand. This lady told me, that her son, what night, what Thursday, had a brain aneurysm. And she called Pastor Cheryl. Where's Pastor Cheryl? She's our, she's answering the phone and praying with people on the phone. Call Pastor Cheryl. Pastor Cheryl prayed with her and then called our intercessors. Does your son have a brain aneurysm now? Yeah, isn't that great? Praise the Lord. Give Jesus Christ the hand clap of the day. Hallelujah. God is good. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, we're not finished telling about, about miracles. I was just, oh, wait, wait. I've got one more. Canada. Where is Canada? Stan, Canada, let us welcome you. Honored to have you, sir. Thankful that you're in Nashville. And so I also have friends from Texas. We met, first met them in California. Russ Rufner, stand and let us honor you. Glad to have you here from Texas today. 
God bless you. Thank you for being with us. Um, so I, one of the brothers that attends church here, you guys, let me tell you something. God's doing something. I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost, even when you don't see it, he's working. He's working on your behalf. I look around today. My, my grandchildren have a school teacher that is here, and her name is Lavinia Perrette. Where is Lavinia? Lavinia? Right here. Right here. This lady right here has given her life. She can make so much more money uh, doing other things, and she teaches at a Christian school where my grandchildren uh, go to school, but had a stroke. How long ago was that? How much? A month and a half ago, had a stroke, and she's here today. God's going to touch your life today. We honor you. Thank you. We bless you. God bless you. I, God has so many wonderful people in the earth, in our family. And I'm just so honored to be a part of God's family today. But this young man came to me today, and he said, I had a mass in my esophagus. And he said, uh, so he brought me the doctor's, the, what I'm holding here is the doctor's report. And this is what he said. The doctor's report said, in the bulb, there was an extensive area of polypoid nodularity. For all of you that have been to, to med school, you'll know all about that. I personally don't, but it's a mass. It's a huge mass that he had. And he, he uh, prayed, and he went to the doctor, and the doctor says, no finding of, of abnormality. Isn't God good? Yeah. Amen. Where, I, where are you, brother? Where are you? I just want you to stand. Stand and let us, let us honor you. God has done a miracle in this man's life. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I'm telling you, man, I feel this in the Holy Ghost. The atmosphere is seeded for miracles today. The Come on, somebody. The atmosphere is seeded for miracles today. God has come with purpose to break every stronghold with healings, miracles, and signs and wonders. Hallelujah to God. Give Jesus Christ the greatest hand clap of the day. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Well, you can be seated. One of the most fun parts of my job is that I get to meet some of the most extraordinary and anointed people. And it is our honor and our joy today to uh, invite Brother Timothy Dixon to the stage today. He's going to sing a... He's going to sing a song for us. We honor him. We thank uh, him. And also, I've told you this, that uh, the tent is being donated next week uh, the, for the tent revival is being donated by Brother Timothy Dixon. So give him a good, warm welcome. Would you do that?
Thank you, Jesus. Let's give the Lord a great big hand clap. Can you feel the miracles in the air, in the atmosphere? It reminded me of when Jesus, he went across Galilee to free a man that was bound with chains inside a graveyard. And he loosed him from his misery. The graveyard man became the preacher of the, of the city. And as he went back across Galilee, he healed and raised up the dead. And then somebody touched him on the hem of his garment. And he wanted to know who it was that touched him. But I was thinking as they was talking how that the city, the atmosphere of this place was so charged because Jesus was coming by. And then she touched his garment and received what she was, she was after that day. There's nothing no more powerful than that, is there? There's something about Jesus. I believe that there's another exodus coming for God's people. I believe that we're in the, we're in the greatest times that we've ever been in. History is being rewritten. There's never been the power you know, Jesus said, the things that I do, you shall do in greater works than these. And we are seeing these every day, every hour, as we push through this turmoil that the devil seems to try to overcome God's people. He's tried to destroy our country in every way that he possibly can, to take away our, our Christian rights, to to destroy our churches, to destroy the Bibles, to destroy everything that they possibly could do to stop this move that is happening right now. And it can't be stopped. There's another exodus coming. of old King Pharaoh God's people told and slayed and bondage to a wicked king laying down in a grave they cried dear God in heaven our load so hard to bear he said, let them go. Thus saith the Lord in the words of mighty power. Press on a little longer, children. Press on by his face. There's one more exit 
is coming And God's gonna set His people free He said, lift up your rod now, Moses The voice of God did sound He said, stretch out your hand across the sea Walk across it on dry ground Well, the Egyptian army that followed Is gonna slay them that they were free Oh, but God took off the chariot wheels And he drowned him in a sea Come on, church! Press on There's one more exodus coming And God's gonna set His people free There's one more exodus coming And God He's gonna set his people free. Hallelujah! God's doing something amazing today. There's a, just an atmosphere of the presence of the Lord. And uh, we're just kind of kind of flow with the spirit of the Lord today. Uh, Lavinia, raise your hand back there. Can I pray for you right now? Come here. Amen. We might as well get her healed before I preach. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. There's... Um, there's an acceleration happening in the spirit realm. I can feel that by the power of God. Amen. Amen. Come here, dear. Thank the Lord. In the name of Jesus, I restore back to you your health. And I speak a repair to every blood vessel in your body. And oh, in the name of the Lord, from this moment on, hallelujah, I declare that you are walking in health and that never again can a spirit of infirmity touch your body. I have much yet to do with you, daughter. Hallelujah. And because you have turned the tide and you're releasing, I am releasing through you, saith the Lord, and to those children. And you are going to behold with your eyes, saith God, the glory of the Lord that's going to descend in that classroom because of your hunger for 
for me. So in the name of the Lord, from this moment on, we name you healed, that there is no residual sickness, no residual um, the decay or damage in your body. Every blood vessel in your brain and in your body, we declare you are healed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. In fact, I lose healing right now all across this building in the name of the Lord on every one of you in the name of Jesus that God is restoring to you. You can be seated. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna read my text because this is just going over in my spirit. Um, I tell you what, God is. Uh, there's a release in the spirit of the Lord is is doing something, and whenever heaven has unusual activity, it makes hell nervous. And when hell ever gets nervous, it begins to manifest by attacking the people of the Lord. And I'm going to tell you what, the last couple of weeks, it seems like all hell has broke loose against the people of God. And this is where we have to stand our ground in the name of the Lord. And uh, John 10.10 says this about the devil, that the thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. First Peter chapter 5, I believe it is, and maybe verse 8, it says this, Your adversary, the devil, goeth about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And so the Bible is very clear about this, that the nature of Satan is to steal. Everything that the devil has that has the DNA of good in it, he stole. Because there is nothing. Brother Timothy, I'm so glad you're here today. I love you. I want to say thank you for donating the tent and for the ministry of God that's in you today, the prophetic word of the Lord. But I can tell you this, that the devil has been wandering the earth looking to steal from you and I. What I want to preach to you today is something God dropped in my spirit in the last few days. He said, I am taking my church into a dimension of recovery. Of things that the enemy has stolen from my people and from my church. I am going to allow them to recover and take back what the enemy stole from them. Just because the devil has it does not mean that his name is on the deed. James says, every good and perfect gift cometh down from the Father above, the Father of lights. And the nature of God has always been about when he looked at his children, he not only embraces you and loves you, but he says, I want to give you gifts. So he begins to give us gifts. When the Holy Spirit came, he gave gifts. When the Lord got ready to redeem man, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. The fivefold ministry is the gifts of Jesus Christ unto the church. And so the enemy is after the house of the Lord. He is after you and I. There are some of you that God gave you gifts when you were born. Some of you operated even as children 
pattern in unusual dimensions. And yet here you are, 45 years old, and you feel dry, and those gifts are not manifesting. It's because the enemy comes in, and he steals from you through trauma, through environment, through situations, through disillusionment, through unbelief, and shuts it down in you and takes it to hell. But God said, I am bringing the church back into a dimension where everything that the devil has stolen from you, I am redeeming by the Spirit of the Lord. There is a redeeming anointing in the building today. There is a redeeming Spirit of the Lord. And God said, I've had enough. I'm drawing the line. And I am telling hell, you are going to release and give back to the kingdom of God everything that has my name on it. God never allows the enemy to keep what he has stolen. There is a difference between when God removes things and the devil removes things. God shakes. Hebrews, I believe, chapter 12 says that everything that can be shaken will be shaken. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And this atmosphere says the Lord, I am even now to this house beginning to restore. For you have been in a drying season, says God, and there has been even a spirit of death that has come to try to throttle and to destroy the spirit of life that's in this building. But God said today on this Sunday, it is a day that you mark down because today, says the Lord, I am restoring back to this house the DNA and the prophetic release of what I declared over you. And the Lord said, you are a resurrection church. You did not be birthed out of the heart of man. You did not be come out of a place, says the Lord, of just need for another church. But the Lord said, I have raised you out of obscurity, and I have brought you together for such a time as this by the Spirit of the Lord. The Bible says that God shakes to strengthen things that remain. So that means that sometimes there are things in our lives that are weakening things that are foundational of importance. So God will shake them. It will be sometimes a season of difficulty. But when we come out of it, God strengthens the foundation. But when Jesus was speaking to Peter... He didn't say the devil decide he desires to shake you. He said he desires to sift you. Sifting is where you get rid of all the good and you just leave the bad. That old flower shifter, sifter. When you got done, all the good was down on the dough, but all the bad was still on the screen. And God said the devil is trying to sift to get out of you what's good so all that remains is the bad 
So in times where there is turmoil or there is uncertainty and there is trauma going on, you have to ask yourself, is this God shaking me or is this the devil sifting me? Whenever it's the enemy sifting you, it will be a place to where you feel uncertainty and there is no peace. But when God is doing it, hallelujah, even in the midst of the storm, you have inner peace in the spirit of the Lord. When the enemy comes in, he is always after things that are going to affect his future. That's what he comes after. And he will do everything in his power to remove from you. There are some things that you and I must recover in order to finish the purpose of God in the earth. And when we look at our own nation, we've watched over the last few years as the enemy came in and he began to steal from us. Begin to steal our peace. Begin to steal the safety, the integrity of, of so many things. And we look back at, at different things and we wonder, God, what has happened? And we use the word like stole. And we use the word like it's, it, they, they've stole something. They've, they're stealing. But can I tell you that God is declaring in this hour that when we hit 2024, there is going to be a restoration back to this nation saith the Lord of things that the enemy has stolen. God is reversing things by the power of the Holy Ghost. This darkness saith God that has hovered over 709 Rivergate Parkway. I see it by the Spirit right now. God said there's been a cloud of death that has settled down over this property but this day saith God I send an angel army unto that location saith the Lord and I say let there be light and the darkness saith God that has been upon your vision and upon your purpose and upon your house saith the Lord is going to be dissipated watch me now saith God for there is a sudden lead being released by the Holy Ghost and I orchestrated this tent meeting I set it up saith God and even as I started in a tent I'm going to start again of recovery in this tent saith the Lord and there is going to be released out of heaven a supernatural visitation of the Lord we are not going to just take back a few things The Lord says, I've heard so many say, I wish we could just go back to how it used to be. God says, I'm telling you that when I get done, it's going to be better than it used to be. The Lord said that this spirit that came in of Antichrist is premature. 
And the Lord said, I have not yet allowed the Antichrist to be revealed. And I will not allow him to be revealed until I come take my church home. And so know this, saith God, that I'm going to take this Antichrist spirit, this false anointing, and I'm going to stuff him back in a box. And when I do, saith the Lord, there's going to be a liberty and a freedom begin to be released in the atmosphere by the power of the Holy Ghost. The Lord breathes on you right now in the name of the Lord. I breathe on you in the name of Jesus. What am I doing, saith the Lord? I'm releasing a hammer and it's breaking yokes right now. I am breaking strongholds. I am breaking lies. I am uncovering the facade, saith God. And there is a revealing of the glory of the Lord. Hallelujah. When David was given Ziglag, it's interesting that Ziglag had already been given to Israel, had been given to the tribe of Simeon. It belonged to Israel. But under a Saul rulership, a Saul kingship that would not put preeminence on the presence of God, would leave it in another house of Abinadad for 20 years, did not have the anointing to control Ziglag. And so the Philistines ruled it. But in the heavens, it belonged to Israel. I'm tired of the enemy ruling over geographical areas that do not belong to him. Hallelujah. This city does not belong to the devil. Ian Bounds made a declaration on that. Sam Jones down on the river with his revivals made that statement. The Cambridge Mountain and the revival made a declaration over this region and over this area. This is a hotbed, hallelujah, of the glory and of the anointing of God. And I'm telling the enemy, you cannot keep your hand on that which God has already declared belongs to spiritual Israel or the church, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we are going to recover what the enemy stole in the name of the Lord. I got news for the devil. He better put his track shoes on and begin to run because the Spirit of God, as it came on Elijah, when he outran Ahab, when the prophets of Baal were destroyed, God said, there is a new anointing. There is a suddenly, there is a release of the glory and of the power of God that's coming on the house of the Lord. 
Auschwitz, the king, he didn't know what he was doing. But there was something about David. He said, I need to restore to him. He didn't even know he was restoring something back to the house of David that had already been declared in the heavens belong to the seed of David. Soon as David got Ziglag, and he's out raiding, fighting for the kingdom of God, the enemy comes in while David is about the father's business. See, there are many times that while we're doing our best for the Lord, the enemy will come in as a thief. Years ago, uh, my wife and I, uh, actually where we're staying right now, the house that we raised our children in Christmas time, we bought in gifts. It was at Christmas time, wasn't it? And uh, <clears throat> I got up one morning and I looked and I thought, well, there's some wood up there by that back door. I wonder what that is. And I got to looking and then I, I realized it was splinters and looked up and, and um, the door jam had been forced open. And I, I, I finally figured it out that the enemy, somebody had broken into our house the day before while we were gone. And just took their time. Oh, I, I'm still got some carnality in me. <clears throat> if I ever caught him, he better hope I'm full of Jesus. I hate a thief. And they just ransacked our house. They stole her wedding ring. And the thing that they took from us that was so precious it could not be replaced was they took, I had a, a video camera in a bag, and they stole our video camera, which I didn't, I could replace that for a couple hundred dollars, but in that bag were little videotapes yeah. of Christmas mornings yeah. when my children opened their gifts, Jasmine's first piano recital, Times when we were on vacation at the beach and our babies were small. <clears throat> and it was all gone. Never got it back. But see, he came in when we weren't aware. This is why the Bible says, <clears throat> be vigilant. That First uh, Peter 5 and 8, it starts out this way. It says, be sober. Be vigilant because you have an adversary that is prowling. You see, we've had a demonic adversary in this nation. And I declare in the name of the Lord over our next election that it's a free, upright election <clears throat> and that every intent and I'm trying not to offend algorithms of YouTube right now <clears throat> but every plan that the enemy has already used that he will try to use again will fail 
and that <clears throat> whatever the will of God is, <clears throat> whatever the will of God is, that that will will be implemented, hallelujah, and fulfilled by the Spirit of the Lord. And while David was out, the Bible said that the enemy came in, burned Ziglag. The amazing thing is, and this is what I want you to, I want you to get a hold of this. <clears throat> it was a murderous throng of people that came into Ziglag, and their history was they raped the women, they killed people, and they left <clears throat> devastation of lives. But when they went into Ziglag, for some reason... They didn't kill anybody. You know why? Because Ziglag was in Judah. And Judah, hallelujah, though thou Bethlehem, Euphrates, though thou be small, hallelujah, yet out of thee shall come forth a Savior called Jesus Christ the righteous. And out of the praise, see, you cannot kill praise. Praise protects your babies right now. And I have a word of the Lord for many of you uh, that the enemy has stolen your children. And it looks like it's impossible. Uh, and it looks like everything has been burnt to the ground. Uh, and there's no way for them to come back. Uh, and you look at the depths of sin that they're in. Uh, but can I tell you, hallelujah, when you gave them to me, says the Lord, uh, you were standing on sacred ground. Uh, you were standing on ground that comes out of praise. Hallelujah. This land was not given to him, David, by the enemy. It may have looked like it, but it was restoration of what God was getting ready to do by the Spirit of the Lord. I'm going to give you back, saith God, some land, some laws, some liberties that the enemy said, I've already gotten. Not so, saith the Lord. There is a reversal coming by the Holy Ghost and God said I'm loosening zigzag anointing in the atmosphere over your children and they're coming back but it can look really dark before it gets better when David came home, they could see the smoke rising from the city. When they walked in, their babies were gone, their wives were gone. Everybody was gone. The enemy had stolen them and, and led them captive. And the Bible said that it so discouraged and distressed David's men that they didn't think straight. And the Bible said they begin to talk about, let's just stone David. See, you can't let the devil mess up your thinking. There is a way that seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof is death. And we've been in a season where there's been because of this delay of God fulfilling his word, it's almost like, let's kill the prophets. They're just the messenger. Prophets don't 
create with their words. They relay what God is saying. And we know in part and we prophesy in part. And David could see this and he's standing there and his wives are gone. His children are gone. His men are so discouraged they want to kill him. And his city's burnt to the ground. And he's standing there and he said, Lord, what do I do? And the Bible said David began to encourage himself in the Lord. It doesn't say what he did, but maybe he got out the harp and sang, Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. My God is an awesome God. And he's just playing that hallelujah. And the spirit of the Lord <clears throat> begins to come upon him. And as God begins to move on him, he begins to feel stirring. He said, Lord, he said, God, somebody send me. Hallelujah. Send me the priest. And when the priest showed up, he said, I I'm feeling something. But I need to make sure that I know what I'm hearing. He said, ask the Lord, do I need to go up? And do I need to recover? And the priest looked at him, and all of a sudden, the Spirit of the Lord said, Tell him to go up and get his kids and his wives, because the Bible said this, Tell him he shall recover all. This is what I hear in the Spirit. Everything that the devil has stolen from this nation, God said, I'm going to redeem it. But not only that, saith the Lord, I'm going to make the thief add a portion to it. And I'm going to take what he had before he stole. And I'm going to reverse it, saith the Lord. And I'm going to make the enemy give back to the house of the Lord. He should have left us alone while everything was all right. But there is a change of the spirit of the Lord. And God is saying, I'm reversing. Hallelujah. And the church is going to recover, recover, recover that which belongs to it. Ephesians 4 talks about this ascend that we might know the riches of the glory of the inheritance in the saints. God has given you and I some magnificent gifts. One of the things the Lord spoke in my spirit in prayer this week, He said, there are some things that the enemy has stolen from us that we didn't know we had. Because they hadn't yet come to fruition. God said, I'm going to begin to reveal by the Spirit. I'm going to put in your heart a hunger for some things. And you're going to think, God, what is this? And the Lord is saying, I am letting you now see that when you were born, there were things that I said belonged to you, and the enemy came in and took them before you even knew about it. 
And God said, not only am I going to redeem and allow you to recover things that you're aware of that you've lost. He said, I'm also going to make the enemy give back to you some things that you didn't know were yours. That the enemy took from you that you never even walked in. Hallelujah. There's a new path, saith the Lord. There's a new path for many of you. Hallelujah. There's good. Listen, you're going to begin to all of a sudden feel unctions and see things and hear things and wake up in the middle of the night and favor's going to come upon you and you're going to go, what is that? God's going to say, you didn't know it. He said, when you were four, I said, give that to him. When you were nine, I said, give that to her. And God said, the enemy came in and stole it. But God said, I'm restoring. I'm giving back to you what the enemy took from you. And the divine purpose saith God that for many of you, you've never yet even walked in. The Lord said, I am rolling back the clouds. There is an open heaven, saith the Lord. For the rest of this year, saith God, there is an open heaven over those whose heart is seeking after God. Those who are hungry for the Lord. When David went in, the Bible said that he recovered all just like God said, and it said, he began to gather in all of this booty, all of this of the animals and the clothing and the gold and the silver. And you know what it says? And this was David's spoil. You know why this is so important? Because when David was getting ready to die and he's preparing Solomon, his son, to build the temple of the Lord. The Bible said that David looked at Solomon and he said, I'm giving you all of this gold and all of this silver. He said, this didn't come from the house of God. He said, this is coming out of my spoil." Hallelujah. <clears throat> hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are many of you. Boy, this is a real prophetic word today that God is releasing the atmosphere. There is spoil that you're, you're going to recover now from the enemy. Hallelujah. 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 Karabababobosandai. Pastor Harry, the Lord said, hallelujah, that I've looked at your heart and you've been willing to sit in this house as a servant. But God said, I am birthing out of you and your wife. There's another mantle of the Lord getting ready to come upon you. God said, you're going to step in dimensions of ministry that you've never yet to this day stepped into. And the Lord says, even though you'll come and go out of this house, the Lord said, this is not your full-time ministry. The Lord says, I'm getting ready to release out of you. Hallelujah. There is a thrusting, saith God. It's like you are a rocket sitting on the launching pad. And the Lord said, you're already in a countdown. God said, six, six. 
seven, eight. Hallelujah. And the Lord said, when 10 hits, you're getting ready to be released and launched into an atmosphere of the Spirit and of the power of God. Now, there is recovery in this atmosphere. I want to I show you something that this is, I believe this is how God's going to do it. When Jesus, who was the Word, was made flesh, the moment that God was made flesh, even though he was God, he disrobed of his deity or of his righteousness in heaven, and he became a man. He became subject to a man because... That's who we were. So the moment that God took on flesh, he became restricted. He is now limited by the laws of natural man. And he does some supernatural things, but it's not as deity, but it's out of faith. But he still has limitations. One verse says this, for this cause was Jesus Christ manifested that he might what? Not perform miracles, but destroy the works of the devil. <clears throat> that he is coming back to redeem. When Jesus <clears throat> goes to the cross, in fact, It got so bad that Jesus cried because the Bible says in the Garden of Gethsemane, his tears were mixed with blood. And he is under such a burden <clears throat> that he is weeping. But doesn't the Bible say because the scripture says that Jesus was the seed of David. And he is the seed. He's the firstborn of many brethren. He who goeth forth weeping, bearing precious seed. See, we've been in a season of weeping. It's, you, you could feel the, the heaviness. I have wept this week over the burden that I can feel just with what I feel the purpose of God is. <clears throat> They're not fun times, but there always has to be, blessing always has to be preceded by weeping, by the difficulties, by the death process. <clears throat> and Jesus... <clears throat> is in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he's under a, <clears throat> excuse me, a difficult time. But when they put him on the cross, and he said, Father, into thy hands do I commend my spirit. And the Bible said he gave up the ghost. What happened? God didn't die. The limitations of flesh died. He is now God again, unrestrained. 
What does he do? He says, I'm going back to recover the fellowship that I had with a man named Adam. That was beautiful, but it's been gone for 4,000 years. And as a man, he wondered, God, would it ever be restored? But when he got loose from the limitations of flesh, the Bible said as God, hallelujah, he begins to go back down into hell. And he walks in and he said, I'm here to recover what you stole from me. What was he after? See, when you go back and you study the Garden of Eden, what the Jews called it, paradise. The next time you read about paradise, because paradise was where God and man had unblemished fellowship. But the next time you read about paradise, we find it, it's in hell because Jesus looked at the thief on the cross and he said, this day shalt thou be with me in paradise. So Jesus, hallelujah, heads back down into hell where paradise is, where Adam is, where everywhere his faith seed was, where Abraham was, where Isaac was, hallelujah, where covenant had been buried and he walks in and he says I ain't coming in as a man but I'm coming in as God and the devil said you can't be in here you're a flesh he said no sir you kill my flesh and you loose me back as God can I tell you by the anointing of the Lord that God is loosing us from our flesh and hell should have left us where we were but when they buried us on the cross hallelujah we are crucified with Christ nevertheless it is we live yet not I who lives but Christ in me and Jesus has almighty gone said I'll take that back and demons are looking at the devil going stop him he goes, I can't do anything. I don't have any authority over him. He's the same one that kicked me out. He's why you and I were down here in the first place. <clears throat> Jesus said, that's right. He said, I saw you fall from heaven as lightning. And he said, now I'm here to recover what you took from me. Hallelujah. I'm telling you about the spirit of the Lord that God has allowed the enemy, it looked like, to bury us. But what the devil said was a grave. God said was just the entrance of resurrection. And you and I, hallelujah, are being loosed. I'm, the enemy should have left us alone. He should have let us grow to about 2,500 people, waltz into that new building and shabak all over the place and, and have a great time and never walk into our purpose. But he came in and he stole from us. Hallelujah, the thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus said, but I'm going to give you an alternative. He said, I didn't come. He said, but I came to bring life and that more abundantly. <clears throat> 
you and I are stepping over into a season of recovery. Hallelujah. I, I see it just as clear as it can be. There are so many things. Listen, we can never fulfill our destiny. You can never fulfill your destiny until you get back some things that the enemy has stolen from you. God is going to back you up. <clears throat> there is a zigzag anointing in the atmosphere. I'll end with this. The story of Job, I think ultimately from the very beginning was God wanted to give him more. But Job trusted in himself. He said, I will not give up my integrity. I will not give up my righteousness. I maintain my cause. And God loves this man so much. He's so proud of Job. He brings him up to the devil. The devil does not bring Job up to God. You know why? Because every time the devil saw Job, <clears throat> he saw a fence around him that he didn't have any means of getting through. When the Lord asked him, he said, how about Job? He said, I can't touch him because you got a fence around him. <clears throat> this was not a sifting. This was a shaking. God allows <clears throat> the devil to take everything Job has, wealth, integrity, health, marriage, and all ten children, his friends, until he is literally sitting in a pile of ashes with worms coming out of open sores. And he's in such pain, he cannot hardly think. And then God says, he looked at the devil and he said this. He said, you're done. Because Job did not curse God. <clears throat> there, this nation and nations have been reduced to ashes. That we have literally been stripped almost of everything in this country that semblance of who we were four years ago is not even there. <clears throat> and God is saying, I'm telling the devil he's done. And the Lord looked at the devil and he said, fence is back up. And the devil was kicked out of Job's life and God opens heaven and recovery hits. And the end of Job, it says this, and God gave back to Job double. 
you cannot steal from God's people without God stepping in and saying, the fence is back up, and you're going to have to give him back what you took, plus you're going to have to add part to it. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Karabobobo Sunday. Now in the name of the Lord, I begin to breathe on this house. <clears throat> he who goeth forth weeping, bearing precious seed. That's not the end of the verse. Comma. Shall doubtless come again. Rejoicing. Why? Because he is recovered his harvest, and he is bringing his sheaves with him. The Lord says, get ready. I'm fixing to fill your arms with harvest by the Spirit of the Holy Ghost. Stephen Terry, I see in the Spirit that this dark cloud that just it looks like permanently it's set on you. God said, now I'm going to bless your vision. I'm going to bless your business, saith the Lord. And you thought you were blessed before, but because you're still in my house, you're still praising me. In fact, I'm not even done in your family, says the Lord. In fact, I'm going to put a hook in those girls' jaws, saith God. I'm going to do something miraculous by the Spirit of the Lord. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. I've been distressed, but not perplexed. Cast down, but not destroyed. The Lord is my helper. In whom shall I fear? I shall not fear what man can do unto me. For the Lord, this my deliverer, he's my shield my horn and my buckler. Yea, though I walk through the valley and the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. For thy rod and thy staff, they comforteth me. A thousand shall fall on thy one hand and ten thousand on the other. Yet it shall not come nigh unto thy dwelling, but thou shalt behold the reward of the wicked. For this is the day that the Lord hath made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. For the Lord says, I will put a song back in your spirit. Oh, know this. God said, I'm going to make you dance. I'm going to make your feet like hind feet. I'm going to put a song in your spirit. And I'm going to make the enemy groan for what they've done to the people of God. Stand with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Recovery. I want you to start thinking in terms of recovery. Lord says, don't say anymore. We lost it. It's gone. God said, begin to declare resurrection. Hallelujah. Because the Lord said, I'm bringing you back out of your graves. But you're not coming out like you went in. But you're coming out anointed by the Spirit of God. And God said, I'm going to give you the power and the boldness 
and I'm going to back you up in heaven in the courts. The Lord said, invade your enemy's domain and do not be fearful of what the enemy says or the roar of him because I am the God, hallelujah, who masters the roar for I am the line of Judah, saith God. <clears throat> hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. If you've lost something and today... You're hearing in the spirit. God says, I can get it back quickly. Get out where you are and come stand with me in the front of this building. Hallelujah. You have not because you ask not. If the enemy has stolen from you, <clears throat> if the enemy has stolen something from you and he's convinced you that it ain't coming back, Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Chuck, Chuck Hobbs. Chuck. I don't know what this means, but God just said to tell you, you didn't make a mistake. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Now I want you to raise your hands. And I want you to let God begin to loose resurrection in you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Now, Lord, we're going to recover. Oh, I shall send angels before you, the Lord says, to prepare your ways. God's going to clear the path. I hear this in the spirit. The Lord said this recovery will not involve a fight. But he said, when you walk in and look at your enemy and say, give it back. He said, they will just hand it over freely. But you will not be engaged in battle. For this is not a season of battle, says the Lord. This is a season of recovery by the Spirit of the Holy Ghost. <clears throat> hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Now in the name of the Lord. Now I need you to loose your prayer language. We've stepped over into a different dimension today in the Spirit. Begin to take it back. In the name of the Lord, begin to recover whatever it is, children, health, marriage, finance, business, peace. Begin to recover it in the name of the Lord. Recover, recover, recover in the name of the Lord. Say, Pastor Kid, it just seemed like it's gone. Well, God creates things that are not as though they were, and He's speaking to things that are dead and makes them alive. Hallelujah.
his church and the doctors have told him without a miracle he's had such terrible trouble with his lower back that he will remain in a wheelchair that he will be going into a wheelchair for the rest of his life his name is Rusty from Canada amen amen hallelujah you receive your healing today hallelujah in the name of the Lord now I release the virtue of the Holy Ghost into your back God, we declare that this assignment from hell, Lord, to paralyze him, to put him in a, in a wheelchair, this pain in the name of Jesus, oh, in the name of Jesus, I command this spirit of pain. I speak, God, to every vertebrae, every disc, every nerve in your back resting. Hallelujah, that out of this healing, that there's a new sound going to come out of your worship in the name of the Lord. All right now, Lord, not tomorrow, not when he goes home, but right now, in the name of the Lord. Holy Ghost, hallelujah, the virtue of the Lord. Hit him now, God. Oh, hallelujah, hit him in the name of the Lord. Virtue, go ahead, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God will loosen you in the name of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Devil, you're a liar. God, the devil, what he stole from you, I'm releasing back today. God, we recover Rusty's health. We recover his healing in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. We call it done in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah.
overcome with this. Some of us are believing for our prodigals. Some of us, and you know, I just, I just, I just heard this. Somebody said, well, why do they keep talking about prodigals? If you ever had one, you'll understand it. But some of us are believing for our children, the souls of our children today. And we're going to pray. But I just, the Bible says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. And here's the truth. The Lord can send an angel right now to your child and make them miss you. Make them miss the house of God. When our son was wayward, we prayed for him for 14 years, and he got out of the shower and was about to dry his hair, going to party. And you know what? The Holy Ghost showed up. There was nobody shock-a-bocking on him. There was nobody saying, hold on, and somebody else saying, give up. The Holy Ghost showed up and said, son, because of the prayers that people that love you have prayed over you, I'm going to set you free. So, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we send angels right now to every wayward child. God, no matter the age, God, we send the Holy Spirit to overshadow, God, to hover and to incubate right now, to set them free in Jesus' name. God, we call in our prodigal from the north and the south and the east and the west, and we recover all. We recover all in the name of Jesus. God, we break every stronghold, God, that has held our children back in Jesus' name. Now, Lord, over jobs, over money and finances that the enemy has stolen, I just hear this in the spirit. Some of you say, it just feels like I'm carrying bags with holes in it. I'm bleeding money. And the Lord says, today we we close up the holes. We close up the gap in the name of Jesus. Lord, we go after our finances. Lord, you promised us. We put you in remembrance of your word. Lord, that you would open the windows of heaven and pour out blessing. There's not room enough to receive it. So, Father, over jobs, over businesses, bank accounts, finances, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we break the devour. Come on, we're going into the enemy's camp. We're getting back what the devil stole from you. Come on, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we go into the devil's camp and we take back what belongs to us in Jesus' name. Why? Because this is how we fight our battles. This is how we fight our battles in Jesus' name. God, I just pray a blessing over the people of God. Lord, let a new faith arise. God, let faith arise. God, I pray in the name of Jesus, God, that they will see it with their spirit eyes and then behold it in the natural in the name of Jesus. Lord, you're a big God. Come on, you're a great God. Oh, you're the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Oh, Lord, we give you praise. We give you glory in Jesus' name. Now, before I let you go, we're going to take something else back. I want you to bow your head. I don't know why I just heard depression. I don't, I, I'm, I'm going to do a pull for souls. But just as I said, bow your head. There's some, somebody here suffering with depression. The spirit of heaviness, 
You can't get your head above water. Where are you at? Yes, ma'am, I see. Anybody else? Yes, I see. Right here. Yes, ma'am. Come on. I want us to. I, I see. Yes, I see. Hands going up. Yes, ma'am, I see. Yes. Hands going all up over this room. Are we a family? I want us to pray and intercede. I want us to break the spirit of heaviness. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come against the spirit of darkness, morbidity, thoughts of suicide, heaviness. God, we break it in the name of Jesus. Satan, the Lord rebuke you. We take authority over you and we command you to go. We command you to go. Come out in the name of Jesus. Break your hold. Break your hold. Thoughts of suicide. Thoughts of suicide. I break that thing in the name of Jesus. Devil, you're a liar. The Lord rebuke you in Jesus' name. God, I plead the blood of Jesus over the minds and the emotions of your people. Father, joy unspeakable. Come on. Joy unspeakable that is full of glory. Be released in the name of Jesus. Be released in the name of Jesus. Be released in the name of Jesus. And God, we give you the thanks and the glory. Now, while your head is bowed, is there anybody in this room that needs Jesus? Is there anybody in this room that needs Jesus? Just slip up your hand and slip it back down. I'm not going to shine a spotlight on you today. I just want you to be sure. Just want you to be sure. Oh, thank you, Lord. God, we just recover today all. Yes, I see. Hands raised. Yes, I see. Anybody else? I want you to know that Jesus loves you. Anybody else? You're just not sure. We're gonna, I want to pray for you right where you are. Right where you are. Just slip your hand up and slip it back down. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Even online, if you're not sure where you stand with Christ, we're going to pray. So I want us to pray together. How many did we have? One, two. Okay. I want you to know, sir, ma'am, Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Let's pray together. Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. Lord, I confess that I'm a sinner, but I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He died on a cross and he rose from the dead that I could have eternal life. So, Lord, would you come into my heart? Would you cleanse me with the blood of Jesus? Make me a new creation. I surrender my life to you in Jesus' name. Yes, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah.